0: Welcome to Facts from the Field with Ag Valley, where we discuss agronomic and agricultural topics to help keep your operations successful. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Facts from the Field. Today, we'll be discussing best planting practices. I'm Randy Nelson, the agronomy location manager from Awood and North Plot, and today I have Matt Volk with me, an agronomist out of our Cambridge location. Thank you for having me today, Randy. So, Matt, as we get ready for this uh, planting for the growing season, what are some of the things that you talk with your growers about
1: You know, we need to put together a good plan. Uh, When the season gets here, time is critical. And so, you know, I recommend that we know which fields we're planting and get them in a planting order uh, for efficiency and timeliness. And, And along with that, we have to look at possible weather conditions. And so if we have... A wet season, maybe we should look at this route. If we have dry at planting time, look at this
0: route. Hmm. Have a couple of different options uh, so that we can be effective when the time comes. So I'd say the best practice that you're you're using with your growers is have an idea in mind of what you wanna do, but be flexible with what the timings are gonna be based on what weather does to you.
1: Mother nature can dictate a lot of stuff in this business. Exactly. We look at the, the soil types, and we have river bottom ground, we have mm-hmm. divide ground, so we have terrace ground, and we have uh, old gravity irrigated fields, and, and so those conditions all can play a factor in what, what we've got. And then the other thing is the the cover that's out there. Mm-hmm. So.
0: so when you talk about the cover, that's really um, about prepping the field on some of these guys, you know. I, I've got a bunch of guys that do strip-till, and I know that you've got some growers that are like that as well so maybe touch on that a little bit. Well the residue out there and
1: uh, the strip till does a good job of moving that residue out of the way and give us a good planting bed. Uh, and those guys uh, we have minimum till that uh, we will go out and just chop the stocks and then uh, use some openers to move, move the trash. The key is to get the soil opened up enough that we get good seed soil contact and warm conditions quicker. Mm-hmm. If, if we're planting in heavy trash, the temperatures do not come up as fast and that can lead to problems for emergence. So it's important to have the right seedbed conditions. Okay. Uh, in our echo follow, yeah, obviously we can't just move the trash out of the way. So we have to make sure we're in a good dry situation and can get good seed soil contact in there.
0: Mm. So this last week we've had uh, quite a bit of moisture across our territory. Now, say this happens at planting time and a guy gets uh, out there a little too early, what kind of problems could he have by going when it's a little bit wet?
1: We we really need to avoid planting in too wet a conditions. Uh, you can see up to a 25% yield loss just from that. Uh, You don't get the seed slot closed. You don't get an even stand. Uh, Herbicide injury Mm -hmm. from applications. Uh, We're way better off, and I know it's hard to do for the growers, we're way better off to give it a couple of more days. And, And I know in visiting with growers at harvest time, That's the one comment they make. They knew they should have waited another day or two when they're looking at the combine and the yield Mm. at harvest time.
0: That is one thing I've seen in my area, and I'm sure you've seen it down here as well, Matt, but you don't notice those little things. You know, you might get a decent stand when it was a little bit wet and you think you got by, but it's later in the season when you can't get the nutrients up because you're dealing with some sidewalk compaction or issues like that. You know, that is a problem.
1: And it doesn't show up. And, you know, in, in life, we can correct a lot of mistakes. You know, if we overcook a hamburger, okay, we just throw a little cheese on it. And we make the most out of it. But if we mess up our planting of our cash crop, there, there's no fixing that. We we have a lot of good stuff in our toolbox.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But if, if we mess up right out of the gate, it just it never turns out good.
0: So it sounds to me what you're getting at as well is just making sure that planter is ready to go is critical. Making sure that you got all the, all the openers and the, the uh, slot closers all good and ready to, to go.
1: Everything needs to, to function well. And you know we're, we're lucky today that we have equipment that can plant a lot of acres in a short period of time when the weather window is good. And a lot of our producers uh, do an exceptional job of of getting that done. The the common factor is is getting out there a couple of days earlier than they should. Mm. And uh, another thing that goes along with that is watching the soil temperatures. You know, we, we can plant corn at 50 degrees and it takes three weeks to come up. And if we wait a week, and that temperature is 60 degrees, it's up in six or seven days. Mm-hmm. And everything then's the same size. <laughs> but a lot of stress can come with that early planting
0: mm-hmm.
1: in cold soil temperatures. So let's get the soil temperatures up
0: there and uh, and then to be, just be ready to go. Okay. So Matt, you mentioned uh, planting when the weather's a little bit colder now. Last week, we added a podcast where we talked about our starters. So with the starters in the tanks at the edge of the field, is that something we need to be watchful of?
1: That's one thing that we got to watch early in the spring is, is what mix we're using in our starter fertilizer. And if we get into a wet spell and we get into some cold and that starter sits there for a while, we need to really circulate that starter fertilizer uh, before we go again because that can be an issue uh, going in in furrow. Okay. So we, we definitely need to
0: be mindful of that and watch the weather forecast. So what uh, what sort of planting depth do you normally try to get to with the corn?
1: We need to be at a very minimum of an inch and a half and and I see that uh, if we get shallower than that it leads to season-long problems and it just uh, reduces yields. And then You know, two and a quarter to two and a half inches, in a lot of cases, is probably an optimum depth.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, If you get in some sandier soils, you might even be three inches. Uh, You wanna know what your corn can do under those uh, given scenarios. Know a little bit about the variety that Mm -hmm. you're planting. And if we can get an inch and a half consistently uh, up to two and a half, we're gonna do okay. One of the problems that we have in getting there, though, is our speed. Okay. We need to watch our planter speed. Uh, everybody, uh, and I've tried to encourage growers to slow down a little bit and try and maintain a more consistent planting depth, but they all tell me they've got to get her planted. <laughs> and if that planter gets to bouncing a little bit, then your planting depth gets to vary. Mm-hmm. And you might get that in a good moisture, or you might get it a little bit too shallow and drier and not get an even emergence.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know one thing that we've we've learned in the past is if you get an uneven emergence stand, that, that uh, corn plant that's behind ends up turning out to be more like a wheat. It just won't catch back up. And where we can
1: really see that, uh, you know, a week's different maybe isn't quite as much it might only be five to ten percent difference, but when you take five percent of two hundred bushel, that's ten bushel.
0: I can really get to you. You take
1: that at four dollars, not knowing where the market's going to mm-hmm. be, that can be the cost of harvest. Yeah. So the speed and and staying consistent in our planting depth, very important. Out in uh, our dry land acres, it's just equally important.
0: There's okay. just no way around it. Mm-hmm. So it sounds to me like the, the three main things to to watch out for when you're planting this year, like you say, is hold off, don't get in a hurry, and make sure things are dry. Plant consistent and even planting depths, And just your speed. Would that, uh, that sound about right? That's right.
1: Uh, you know, th- the most important thing that I note is planting when it's too wet. And that occurs when we first come out of the gate. Mm-hmm. We, we gotta get started. And along with being too wet is we're probably a little too, too cold. And if we happen to get a cold rain at planting time, it just leads to another problem. So mm-hmm. don't get in a hurry and get in there when it's too wet. Leave that seed slot open. It's just gonna be a problem. Uh, the the second thing is controlling the depth and knowing your fields and the different soil types. And your planter may go in two and a half inches in one part of the field and because the cattle were grazing there on the winter only an inch and a half or less in another part of the field. So you, you've got to watch how you set your pressure for various situations. And and that, the last thing is planter speed. I know we want to get done before it rains. We want to do a lot of things. But if we get going too fast, we just upset the other two variables we just discussed. Mm -hmm. So it's important to be ready and go when the conditions are good
0: to optimize your yields. Okay. All righty. Well, thank you, Matt, for joining me today on Facts from the Field. I'm Randy Nelson with Ag Valley Co-op. Thank you, Randy, for having me. Thank you for listening to this edition of Facts in the Field. For more information about Ag Valley Co-op, visit us at agvalley.com and follow us on Facebook and Twitter.